there's a minig now during Sfiris Aimer to learn the Gemara Saita. And the Gemara Saita has 49 blot, and there's 49 days of the Sfirah until then there's Shavuot, the 50th day. So a lot of the pages in the Gemara are a little bit harder. It takes, I don't think I'll learn it with Yilach and Kita Aleph. It, it, it takes a little more care to learn it. But some pages are like saying different stories in the Torah, a little bit easier. Really, in the stories in the Torah, there are hidden many deep secrets. So there's any story in Torah, there's more and more to learn from it. But it's a little bit easier we can understand. And there's a lot of lessons to learn from it. So Ashkach is today, when I need to come to your kitab, I saw the Gemara, it's very easy Gemara, it's very Geshmak needs to learn, and there's a lot of lessons to learn from it, so I want to learn with you some of the things from the Gemara, and then you can tell your parents, guess what? I learned today's Gemara Saita. Uh... The Gemara says that Hashem pays back everyone for whatever they do, for a, a good thing, a good thing, for a bad thing, they get punished, and Hashem pays back what's called Mida and Mida exact for what they do. For example, it's going to talk about the Mitzrim, they threw the British babies in the water to drown them. So Hashem drowned them. They got drowned in the water. So now it says that's for a bad thing and for a good thing. Hashem also pays back Mida and Mida, but Hashem pays back much more. We know the story how when Pare's uh, stargazers were looking in the star and they said we see there's going to be born a baby who's going to save the Yidin take them out of Mitzrayim so Pari was very upset said we need to stop this okay kill all the babies throw them all in the water and then when Meisha was going to be born so Miriam Meisha's older sister she had a Nevoah Hashem gave her from Shemaim a Nevoah and she said my, my mother's going to give birth to a baby who's going to take the Yidin out of, out of Gaulus. And when Meisha was born, the whole house filled up with light. And her father, with an Amram, a tzaddik, said, this is not a regular baby. When babies are born, the whole house doesn't fill up with light. All of a sudden, people are happy, but it doesn't start shining the whole house usually. So Amram, Miriam's father, Meisha, Aaron's father, gave her a kiss in the forehead and said, look, I see your nevuah is happening. Later, when the soldiers were coming and Miriam's mother realized, I have to do something, we're also going to take Moshe, Hashem. So she made a little basket, put him in the water. Her father gave a little tap on the forehead and said, what happened to your nevuah? What's happening now? So Miriam went to go watch on the side, hide, and watch Moshe, see what's going to happen. And I'm sure we know the story is that just then, Pare's daughter came to the river because she realized that the getkes are bub mices. She wanted to become a yid. So she had to want, a yid has to go to mikvah. To become, if someone wants to become a geir, he has to go to mikvah. So she came, and she saw Moshe, she put out her arm, her arm stretched very far, she took him, and then Moshe was crying, and she said, oh baby, he needs to drink milk. She tried to give Moshe to the geisha ladies to drink milk, and Moshe wouldn't drink any of them. Because Moshe was going to speak to Hashem later, and the Goyesha ladies, they eat not kosher foods. So the milk that comes out of them also comes from not kosher food. The milk's also not kosher. So Meisha, it doesn't fit for someone who's going to speak to Hashem to drink not kosher milk. 
so he didn't drink. Until Miriam came over. Oh, um, maybe I'll try to find you a Jewish woman that he should nurse. Yes, go. So she went back to her own mother. Mommy, come. So Bastia saw her and said, Here, take this baby. In Lashon Kodesh, said Heilichi, which could also mean, Take yours. Take your baby. By accident she said it, but it was an accident that came from Shemaim. Take back, take your baby and nurse him, and I'll pay you. So now she got back her own baby. She's getting paid to nurse him. And all the soldiers were told, Don't bother this woman. She has a Goyesha baby, Bastia's daughter. She's just taking care of him. Don't go to their house. So now, the soldier's not allowed to come into her house. And she has her own baby back and nursing him and getting paid for it. That was for, I think, like two years until Maisha finished nursing. And then he went to the palace. So Miriam waited on the side to watch her little brother. And then she told Bastia, maybe I'll find a Jewish lady if you. She helped him out. She waited like an hour or something. She waited for her brother. So she got back rewarded later. The same kind of thing, but Hashem likes rewarding more. Hashem rewards more than what a person did. Later, Miriam made a mistake. When the Yidim were already out of Mitzrayim, when they're in the Midbar, Miriam once said something not nice about Misha. She didn't mean to make fun of him. She, and it was her younger brother, you know. I, he's a baby, I would take care of him. I would play with him, and I saved him. She just didn't say something so respectful about him. But Hashem wasn't happy with what she did. Someone who's a tzaddik, Hashem's more strict with them. She compared Moshe to all the other Navim. Moshe acted different than any other Navi. He acted more halak. And something she, he did, she wasn't so happy. She said, he has to act so different than everyone else. Hashem spoke to us also. We also heard Hashem speak to us. Moshe also hears Hashem speak to him. But why does he have to act different than everyone else? But Hashem wasn't happy that... You know who Moshe is? I chose Moshe. He's special to me. He's the leader. And I speak to him. That's how you speak about him. You have to be more careful how you speak. So because she said Lashon Hara, she didn't mamish mean to make fun of him, but she saying it wasn't so nice, she got punishment. And for Lashon Hara, you get tzara'as on the skin. When someone gets tzara'as, they have to be outside, far away from everyone for a whole week. And that itself is also like midah connected midah, like exact. When someone says something not nice about someone, let's say if someone says, tells Reuven, hey, you know what, Shimon made fun of you, he doesn't like you. Uh, so they're making now Reuven and Shimon to stay away from each other, not to like each other. So being Allah and Hara makes people stay away from each other, not like each other. So the person who did it, they have to be away from everyone, all by themselves, and think, what I did was wrong, I have to do tshuva. She had to stay outside of everyone for a whole week. And now, the Yidin in the Midbar they were traveling from one place to the next. But imagine if all of them would leave and she's staying outside the tent, she was all by herself and everyone left, uh, all by herself in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert. So Hashem told, made all Lidin stay. Because she was right outside the, the, the cloud, but at least Lidin were right there. And then when she finished her week and she did, got chupa and she got better, she came right back inside. So because she waited for her younger brother, Let's say like an hour or something. So Hashem made all of Eden wait for a whole entire week. So Hashem paid back exact same thing, but just a lot, but a lot more. Now the, today's Gemara and Saita 
talks a lot about the story of Mitzrayim, which is also another thing Ashkacha Pratis, because Rebbe was looking up a sicha to teach the Yingelach for now, and the Rebbe says in a sicha for these days, in Svira Sa'imir, talks to the Yingelach about how when we were in Mitzrayim, Pari was very specially interested in the, in the children. Wanted to kill the children, and make sure they don't act like Gidin. How going to Shavuos? Shavuos is also special connected to the children. Hashem wanted to know, how am I going to know you're going to keep the Torah? And they said, well, maybe Avim Yaakov. We always remember how our great ancestor is Avim Yaakov, so we'll do it. So I said, no, it's not enough. Uh, we have Tzadikim, we'll make sure. No, not enough. Until the Yidin finally said, our children will make sure we do it. And Hashem said, yes. If your children will be the one to make sure their parents and adults keep the Torah, now I'll give you the Torah. You see that? Not enough. The Tzadikim, not enough. Because Hashem, they said the children will make sure, Hashem said, yes, now I'll give the Torah to you. So the children have the, the schos and also the achrayis to make sure everyone keeps the Torah, even the adults. You know, sometimes I tell Yimlach about the Yitzhahara tries to disturb Well, guess when a person gets older, the Yitzhahara also gets older and thinks he gets smarter and tries to outsmart a person more. And for adults, it also tries to, to bother him a lot. So, a, 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 chi- a yingle, a child, an adult, have the Yitzhahara tries to bother him different. So, when the Yitzhahara bothers an adult, they don't bother the Yimlach the same way. So, when Yimlach have so clear, we have to do the right thing, we do Torah properly, it helps the adults also be the Yitzhah, and helps them also do the Torah. It says, a new king came to Mitzrayim. And the Gemara discusses, wait a second, was this a new king? One opinion says, yeah, it was a new king. And the other one said, it wasn't really a new king, it was brand new decrees. Imagine, the king, how do you know the king? Maybe you never saw him before. You know him from the decrees he makes. He's always being nice to everyone. All of a sudden, boom, no more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm being nasty to all the Eden. So, it's a new king. I never knew this king before. It's not, because the king, you don't see his face and talk to him. It's before he had nice gazetas, now nasty gazetas. There's a new king here. So he said, he has an advisors, and he said, come, let's outsmart him. He wanted to make a decree on all the Yidin. Let's outsmart him. Ishaq Maloi. Loi with a vav. What does Loi mean? Him. With a vav means him. Who is he trying to outsmart? Pari was a smart guy and to, to, to trick said let's outsmart let's trick Hashem <laughs> you not think it's funny but that's what Pari was thinking he's doing and you know as much as you think it's funny there are people a lot of people thought they could do that thought they could outsmart Hashem it's, it sounds, it's ridiculous but a lot of people thought that way it's impossible Pari said listen I want to make the enslaved and do bad things to them but Pari knew that Hashem cares about the Yidin, and if I do something bad to them, he's going to want to punish. Hmm. So how are we going to get the Yidin? If we try to cast Hashem do something bad to them with fire, well, Pari was also smart, and he said, you know, I know the Pasuk, Hashem punishes with the fire. If I try to with a sword, Hashem can punish. Ooh, I got a good way we can outsmart Hashem and get the Yidin. That's what he was thinking. Let's hurt them with water, drown them. Because by Noyach, Hashem flooded the world, and then Hashem promised He's never again going to flood the world. So if I 
punish thee with water, and I know Hashem pays back exactly midah connected midah exactly for the way that a person does. So Hashem's gonna try to punish me with water, but He promised He's not gonna. So, so now He, now He's stuck, and now He can't punish me anymore. Pari made two mistakes. One is that Hashem said He's not gonna destroy the whole world with water, but one country, anyways, is not against the promise. And another thing is they got punished back exactly Mida connected Mida. They drowned babies in water, so they got drowned in the Yamsuf. But Hashem didn't flood the world. They themselves jumped, went flying inside the water. Hashem, Hashem didn't pick up the water and cover the world with it, like by Nayach. They went into the water. Pari sat together with his advisors. He had three advisors sitting there. He had Bilma Rasha. He had Yoiv. And he had Yisrael. And he said, I want to do bad things to you and make them slaves and kill them. What do you think? So Bilam HaRasha said, yes, go do it. And Pari was happy. But because he said that, he got punished from Hashem and he ended up getting killed. In the Chumash, later the story, there's a war and he got killed. So Eoiv was quiet. He didn't say anything. Because he knew Pare wanted to do the bad thing. And if I say don't do it, uh, and get in trouble with Pare, you'll see what happened with Yisrael. Yisrael said, no, don't do it. He told Pare not to do it. And Pare was mad against him. Why you said that? And Yisrael had to run away so Pare shouldn't kill him. So he, had to run. he escaped. He ran away from Mitzrayim. Yisrael was quiet because he didn't want to say do the bad thing against the Yidin. But he was scared. Sorry, Eoi uh, was quiet. He didn't want to say something bad against the Yidin, but he was too scared of Pari. He didn't say, no, don't do it. So he ended up, had to get some kind of punishment. He ended up getting a lot of pain, suffering later, which makes a person scream out and cry. Because like this, think. If a person, a Yingla might have once fell, you know, banged your knee or something, it got hurt, never happened before, never got a scratch. And now, when it happens, sometimes I saw Yingla who got himself a little hurt, and he, a lot of times he screams and cries. So if you'll go ask the Yingla, oh, what are you crying for? What's it going to help? If you raise your hand and say, excuse me, I hurt myself very bad. Can I please go get a Band-Aid? So okay, I can hear you. If you scream, I, I don't even know what happened. Calm down. Just tell me. You bang yourself. Excuse me. I'm in a lot, a lot of pain now. I need some. I need to go quick. Usually just scream. So no one, I don't need to go ask, why are you screaming and crying? Because everyone knows. When it hurts, you scream. That's just what happens. If you are hurt, you scream. So, Eoiv, he heard Pare saying, I want to do this nasty thing to the Yidin. I want to have to show him all the horrible things he wants to do. And the fact that he didn't hurt him, he didn't scream, what? Don't do it. So, as a punishment, he had to do other things that hurt him, that made him scream later. But he still was a tzaddik, and Hashem rewarded him for all the good things he did. But Hashem rewards everyone. A tzaddik is something wrong. They also get a punishment and rewards also. For example, let's say Miriam, I just told you, she said something wrong, not nice about her brother. So she had saras, but everyone waited for her. And she had a lot of other rewards. So Hashem rewards everyone exactly for what they do. Now, yesterday screamed, don't do it. And they had to run away from Padish and kill him. Hashem rewarded him that, first of all, Leish ended up marrying his daughter. His son-in-law became the leader of all the Eden. And his Einaklach later became in Sanhedrin, became big leaders amongst the Eden. 
Yes, sir. 